Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hold me back because tonight we have the other R. Kelly in-house, Jamel Atkins, who plays Saren's shady stepfather. You don't want to miss the David Makes Man after show right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Happy hump day, everybody. It is your favorite after show on AfterBuzz Dramas, The David Makes Man After Show, and I am your host, Sahai Wilson. Tonight, we have a special guest, but first, let me introduce you to my lovely panel. To my left, we have Josh. Yo, what's good? Josh gives us our male perspective. He's a dad, he's a preacher's kid, and he tells us everything that we need to know about what it's like from the male perspective. What's up, Josh? What's happening? How you doing? Chilling. Good, good, good. <laughs> we also have the lovely Zakia. Zakia is a publicist, a brand manager, but she also takes care of our guest booking and our yes. news and gossip segment. What's up, Zakia? Nothing. How are you guys? Good, 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 <laughs> good, good. And we have a special guest. We all love to hate him, but we're going to be nice tonight. <laughs> are we? We may be. Okay. <laughs> he is a former wide receiver. He's a Floridian and a Jamaican. Please welcome Mr. Jamel Atkins. Yo, what's good? Thank you. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Jamel said it's going to be the best after show ever. That's what he said. <laughs> Y'all going to have some sound bites. Up all right. One. All right. Speaking <laughs> into existence. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And again, I am your host, Sahai Wilson. I'm a producer with over 10 years of experience. I'm an East Coast girl, and I was raised by a single mom. So I know a little thing about David's life. But first... Let's get into some overall thoughts. Mm. What were your overall thoughts? Zaki, I'll start with you. Okay, so I definitely had mixed emotions. Um, I was high. I was low. Not literally high. (laughs) 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 But um, I definitely had mixed emotions. And I was so proud of Glow from the last time. I guess I was wrong. You threw her under the bus last week. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. (laughs) To my defense, it wasn't like a bad prediction. Right, 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 right. (laughs) But um, I'm so proud of her. And I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because yeah she did good she did good she did jamel what were your re- overall thoughts oh it's getting better and better okay um you know every episode it seems like we're able to tap into a different part of a person's story and it's being told so eloquently you know throughout each episode but you know gloria's over here having to make, make some tough decisions you know you got she, people Selling some shoes and doing some things, <laughs> just trying to get that rent paid. So uh, I'm definitely, you know, just thrilled with how well every episode just keeps building on top of each other. And for our audience, um, just so you know, Jamel doesn't get to see the episodes like before they air. He mm-hmm. sees it when we see it. So his reactions, you know, are just as fresh as ours. Mm-hmm. Josh, what were your overall thoughts? Well, for me, I um, I kind of like that Gloria took the leadership role as far as making sure that Day and JG respected her. And that seems like something that was that was not being done earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. But it also mm-hmm. reflects on the aces that have taken over with Day and JG. And I'll get into that a little bit later. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I love this episode. We had some surprises. Um, Glow surprised me. She really did, you know, becoming a whole drug dealer. Listen. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that what we doing now? But, you know, it just speaks to the things that we do. And mm-hmm. I want you guys to also stay tuned. We have some news and gossip later. And we also have some predictions. So definitely stay tuned. So let's get into a little bit about the episode and we'll talk to Jamel more. Um, let's talk about the things we do when the rent is due. We saw mm-hmm. poor little JG. He done sold his shoes. Okay, first of all, those shoes were a little too big for him anyway. Did y'all yeah. notice? Oh, no. LeBron's fit like that. Were those really <laughs> LeBron? Yeah, they are. Heavy. They're chunky and just like LeBron. Oh, were they real LeBron? Yeah, those are real LeBron. Oh, see. Yeah. Got- Jay. No, no, he's not. <laughs> LeBron's got big feet, bro. <laughs> I'm a fan of LeBron, so no LeBron hate here. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, to the games this year. Say I'm gonna take heat for that. I want to go to the games this year. I yeah, that. take heat too. Now, how long have you lived in LA? I think I'm on. I moved here in April. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so okay. you're brand spanking new. Yeah, yeah we got to get him used to the city. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. What yeah. Are, what are your you you're from Florida? Well, mm-hmm. you, so tell us like kind of all the places you've lived. Uh, I was born in Jamaica, mm-hmm. and then I moved to where in Jamaica for all of Jamaica. Okay, thank you. Jamaica. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Saint Anne's Bay, to be exact. Okay, okay. So and if you real. notice, it wasn't planned, but the Jamaican flag colors are up on this oh, yes. this, this panel here. Yeah, I've got yes, the gold. Josh got the green. You got the black. black. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Continue. Okay. Uh, lived in Massachusetts, Springfield, Massachusetts, to four one three. Where I found out the um, NBA basketball, basketball Hall of Fame is the only thing that is probably known for. It. Have you been? Oh. Yes, a few times. Okay. Yeah, okay. Every weekend. We don't go again. Um, They got a casino up there now, but then I um, spent some time in Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, Spent some time in Pennsylvania, then back to Tampa, and now here. Okay. A little bit of a journey, man. Yeah. And then you guys shot the show in Orlando. Orlando. So did that? Were you already in Florida when you? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. It's it's one of those things. It's kind of weird to be moving to LA with a little bit of momentum. You can say because usually Mm -hmm. people come here to be able to go somewhere else to go shoot something mm-hmm. right um so yeah we did that in orlando the last from july of 2018 all the way to december so and then i decided to make the jump okay in april mm. wow yeah. um one of the things i want to ask you about is like the casting process for mm-hmm. you to get that role because you're fairly new to the acting world right yeah okay. yeah um i it's weird now that i'm in la and i see how long people have been doing it it kind of feels weird to even say that i've only been doing it for two years and that uh, you're already on a show with Oprah Winfrey yeah. and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, so yeah. a little humble brag there. Okay, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No, very humble. He went from Netflix to yeah, Oprah. It was, it's, it's, it's been, um, been kind of quick, but it kind of felt like it was taking a long time. Um, I did Mindhunter. I was in a small scene right before then, uh, like two weeks before. Wow. And then we did the audition. I did my call back with the writer, Terrell Alvin McCraney, who's an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just been... It just kind of hit the ground running after that. Okay, okay. Look at God. Right. Look at God. <laughs> yeah. You know who else need God? Miss Glow. <laughs> because things are... She's struggling, though. You got the eviction notice mm-hmm. on the door. Young JG done sold the shoes. 
Um, she can't get her social her social security card. Her birth certificate ain't right, and she's trying everything to to make things work. Have how did it make you guys feel to see her still in this predicament for another week? Um, I honestly, I was proud of her for at least going after everything she needed to do. I mean, it's hard. Like mm-hmm. anything, DMV, Social Security. It, they make it super, super difficult. So I mm-hmm. felt like the struggle was like a known struggle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know where my social security card is. <laughs> I really don't. So, but it, it's hard. Um, I think, like I said before with JG, that that whole man thing got to his head. It mm-hmm. seriously has got to his head. Um, but hopefully we see some good out of him. As we saw, he's all heart. Like uh, Glow said, with selling his sneakers and trying to pay the rent, he did it wrong, but it was a sweet gesture. Yeah, I think that's the way you learn. You learn from the mistakes, Mm -hmm. and it was nice to see him take initiative. I guess that little prayer when she done... um, Buried the toys. Yeah, uh, worked on him a little too well. <laughs> too much. Let me ask a question here. Uh-huh. What was wrong about him selling his shoes? I don't. I didn't find anything wrong with him selling the shoes. I did. He's a little boy. That's not something you should worry about. Like stay in the child's place. That wasn't for you. But I get it. Like I said, it was a nice gesture. You know what it is. I think, I think it's contingent on the lifestyle. You're yeah, living. because for mm. me, uh, growing up with just my mom and my brother, I'm, I didn't sell anything. But you just knew. Even if it's just not causing trouble, Mm -hmm. you're constantly aware of not doing things to cause your parent, especially your mom, more struggle or pain. So I think his I I didn't find anything wrong. He didn't need those damn shoes. He didn't need them. He could have worn the bobos that uh, Dave had. I think it's just sad because children should be able to be happy about something. Like, he shouldn't have to take on those responsibilities. But I get it. Like I said, it was definitely a great gesture yeah. for him mm-hmm. to do it. It's sad that he had it's to do it. It's sad that yes. he has to okay, do Okay, so you it. feel like he shouldn't have to do it. Yeah, that's And I feel okay. like he shouldn't have, but okay. you yeah. know. What about subjective? What do you think? Uh, I actually really relate to this part of the story. Um, Glow having to do everything that she has to do reminded me of what my grandmother used to have to do when we were in Jamaica. Mm. Uh, my grandmother grew up sewing. Yeah. Uh, and she'd sew all night. Just My to mom sewed to... too. Oh, okay. There mm-hmm. you go. So it's, I think it's like a Jamaican thing that everybody yeah. knows how to sew in the family. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely related to the fact that Glow was over here almost having to sell or actually did sell drugs to get the rent paid because it reminds me of when my grandmother was telling people that she would have three, four dresses done by Sunday and Sunday comes and she doesn't have the dresses ready and she's trying oh. to pay the rent and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, it's just kind of like the struggle. Like, uh, like I don't think that people understand. Uh, that things are just sometimes harder just when you're black. Yeah. yeah. You know? What? That's part of it. Oh, you go, go ahead, son. You, you go. No, I'm saying that. Because he was that's, absent <coughs> last week. Aren't we happy to have Josh back, <laughs> right. that's, um That's part of it. That's I wanted to lean on that with the mm-hmm. ACES. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if any, if all of you are aware, but back between 95 and 97, the CDC and Kaiser Permanente did a study, a okay. psychological study. It's called the ACES, the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. Okay. And what they concluded was that there are four main factors for children in certain situations who come out. Um, household dysfunction, mm-hmm. like a, a mother who's being beaten by a father, uh, incarceration of a parent, mental or emotional uh, abuse, physical, emotional neglect. Mm-hmm. So when I see something like what Gloria's doing, Gloria's in a situation where she's trying to provide the emotional support to her son so mm-hmm. they don't reflect what the aces are, but then we find out earlier that she's part of an abusive relationship because she was being sexually abused by her uh, professor. Mm-hmm. So it's almost to a point where JG is put in a position where since he's a product of the aces, the adverse childhood experiences, 
he's forced into situations at a young age to sell shoes or to sell his his clothes or to play basketball for you know ten dollars whatever it is in order to help his mother pay the rent and you're what is the word you're saying aces aces yeah so the acronym is a c e in a lowercase s okay so like a card like the playing card like an ace correct okay yes. got it Come got on, it go professor. okay Okay. This is a fact. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else I want you to drop some knowledge on? Why we love these Afterbus shows? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Tell we us. love the Afterbus shows. First off, we love them because our fans love them. We thank you all so much for tuning in every single week. If you are on YouTube, if you're on Spotify, iTunes, just make sure you're commenting. Make sure you're leaving us five stars. We would not be able to do the things that we're doing here without you fans. We have Jamel here. We had, we've had Lucian here. We've had Travis Coles. We've had Isaiah. We want to make sure that we're here for you all. So continue to subscribe and support us, and we'll do the same for you to support you all. Thank you. That was great. That was and then also thank you to the um, people that have commented each week. Last week we had... Akaziaj, um, who said, excellent recap, keep shining. And Tech Romaj, who um, commented, you know, a lot last week and the week before. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. We appreciate your comments and your support. Um, Jamal, I wanted to talk about, you know, kind of like how Miss Glow had to make a difficult decision. Mm-hmm. You played football in college, yeah. and, but then you decided to pursue acting. Was yes, that yes. a difficult decision for you? And why did you make that decision? At the time that I made the decision, it seemed rather simple. But there's a psychology that, um, and there's a California Fair to Play Act right now mm-hmm. that, that that's actually kind of tying into this segment. Actually, mm-hmm. um, at the time, it wasn't necessarily difficult to make the decision, but the stress and the the potential of disappointment and what this says about you as an athlete or what that means for you as your rep on college mm. uh, is what makes it hard to make the decision. Because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, college, especially football, is very political. Mm-hmm. Um, very College football is extremely political. Yeah. Um, you know, when people have full scholarships and they're out there dropping touchdowns and dropping and, the, you know, coaches just give them hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of chances, you know, sometimes it's not necessarily the best you know, 22 guys on the field. Mm-hmm. You know? oh, so, so there's favoritism. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. You know, and then you see a lot of people squander the opportunities that they're given. Mm. Um, but at the time, it was very, very easy. That was what I was more concerned about at the time was like, what does this mean about me to no longer be an athlete? Okay. And no longer to have that attention from women and have that attention from my peers. You know, mm-hmm. that that's what it was. That was the hardest part. Okay. And then how did <laughs> how did football how did football prepare you for acting? Because there's like a discipline that mm-hmm. you have to have as an athlete and a discipline that you have to have as a aspiring actor. So how yeah. did it prepare you? Um, in that re- retrospect, um, I definitely credit my sports. I mean, it's been baseball, basketball, pro- football obviously took me the farthest in terms of like, you know, collegiate. But um, it's it's pretty much the same type of work ethic. I think that the benefit of being a college athlete is you see how far you have to you have no choice but to push yourself. Yeah. And then if you maintain any of that resilience from when you were you know playing. And then you apply it to any type of craft after. You just kind of understand that there's you just genuinely have to work harder than That's everybody true. else. Mm-hmm. Because um, if you guys head over to Jamel's Instagram, you see he got he got some deep thoughts going on. Like one of your yeah. one of your quotes, uh, if you go to his IMDb, it says, uh, "You are forever entitled to the labor, but never the fruits." Yes, mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, you're getting deep, Jamel." Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. appreciate that here. Absolutely. So similar to you, we have um, two young men in this show that are you know struggling with with different sides of their person 
personality, David and Raynan. Now, y'all know Raynan has a special place in my heart, even though he's a bad boy. But we saw him <laughs> at, did we think this was a flashback in this nice house with his mama in the yes. nursing uniform? Was this a flashback of how, who he was yes. prior to his daddy dying? I don't know. Can we talk about it? Let's, because- let's talk about it. <laughs> Come on, Zakia, because I'm ready for this one. <laughs> Raynan is low dead. Like, not, he's loaded. And for him, that one episode to say, oh, this how we live in JG? When mm-hmm. he went to his grandfather's house. All right. Right. And you, right. right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Exactly. Because yeah, he knew, he he knew, he was like, okay, I spot, like, you know, these people have more, but the same that a little bit like what I have, I guess. No, he spot, he just, he just playing a game. But also remember when I noticed how he switched up the way he was speaking to the grandfather, like he suddenly became very proper. Right. right. I think that because was Because he knows something. But I feel like he's new, still new. loaded. He's still loaded, though. He's still living in that house. And when you say loaded, not on, like, high loaded. Oh, no. Nah, financially loaded. Fi- financially, yeah. like he still has money. Yeah, I feel like he's always had money. He's playing. He's actually playing two faces, like David yeah. is. David has these three personalities that mm-hmm. he has to um, toggle between, and Raynan is doing the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I think a little of me want to believe that Raynan, for some odd reason, wants to be in the position that Day is in, just to pr- like to prove his street cred. Yeah, right. So because the- you're really oh. not. Oh, my bad. No, go ahead, Zakia. My bad. I, I was just going to say, you're really not hood, Rain, and we see through you. You're not hood anymore. I can't even take you serious. Like, I, I've been I'm there sorry. before now. Because you know, y'all know how I grew up. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I grew up a little bit of cash mm-hmm, on me now. Mm-hmm. But I had friends. <laughs> I'm serious, I did. I had, but I had friends who were like, I, I referenced Nunu. Right, from, from ATL. Yeah, from right. ATL. Mm-hmm. Because she was bawling. Yeah, she really But was. she was new, new in the hood. Yeah. Well, when I saw Raynan, you know, he's wearing a Ralph Lauren shirt. And he's not wearing the ones at TJ Maxx. He's wearing the ones that you get from Bloomingdale's. <laughs> right. Okay? Yes. You know, he's got the piping the around pur- the collar. The label. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, come on, bro. <laughs> and then uh, he has to put his grill in. So when I'm looking at him, my brother used to say that real goons know real goons. Mm. And at some point, the guys he's around are going to bring someone around that could possibly come compromise him because when mm-hmm. you're not a real gun you haven't pulled the trigger you haven't stabbed somebody you haven't done anything that would i guess would classify you as a real goon so now, he's, he's being dangerous i think you know i think from the point where we saw what i think is a flashback of raining in this house with his mom in this beautiful house mm-hmm. to the raining that we see now he has changed he's has things have gotten a little bit harder he's experienced a little bit more griminess he got arrested yeah. the car's messed up you saw he can't even afford to get the car painted properly so i think he has because he wants to make people believe this is who he is he has forced himself in these situations so did his mom put him out Maybe, maybe. I, I mean, I he, remember, he's not from the Ville, so but he he goes there. So, but maybe he. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he living with the uncle, the drug dealer uncle. I mean, he could we be, don't but know. at some point, you know, I'll say Negroes start asking questions. Yeah, where are you from? Who are your people? How did you get in this area? Right, because if you're if you're from this hood or you from the hood, I should know something about you that dates further beyond a year ago. Right, right. and you know what? <laughs> right, that, that leads me to um, we have Ray here, and we know that Ray is one of the most polarizing characters on the show. Mm-hmm. And we watch him put young Saren in these situations every week. So let's get let's take a moment to really get into your character, Joe. Mm-hmm. All right, let's mm-hmm. hit it. Talk to me. So Dirty. You, okay. <laughs> yes, I can so, tell her. I got to tell her. I mean, Ray is a dirty dog. Okay. I want I was like, should I be mean? But I have to remember no, this is just a mean. character. <laughs> what has the um response been to your character Ray? 
Nothing positive. Okay. <laughs> well, that's um, good acting. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah had a similar greeting when she met me about that, too. But it's it's the reception on Twitter has been strong in terms of I, I try to go on there discreetly and just read. Uh, nobody likes me. Okay. You know? <laughs> nobody likes Ray, I should say. Right. Right. Of course. Um, but I but I absolutely love that. You know, right. I think that that's I think that that's very important. But um, for this to be one of your first roles and you playing such a, a, a character that no that people are you know going to hate. Impactful. How did you prepare for that? How did you prepare for this role? You know, I I had a feeling you were going to ask me this question. <laughs> uh, very good prepared? question. Very good question. Yeah. And, but the the truth of the matter is, to be honest, I really. I really just didn't feel some type of way about playing him. And the reason why is because I try to stay as true to the craft as I can. Mm-hmm. And part of the thing that they teach you or any good school will teach you is to not judge the character. Interesting. So when, especially after I talked to Terrell about Ray, we had a quick conversation about it. And I was getting a little heady about the process. So I was thinking, is he like this? Is he? And he, was, he just said something very, very simple. And it was along the lines of, you know, people that abuse people oftentimes think that they're doing the right thing. Interesting. Mm. So explain that to us. So what what does Ray think is going on? Well, Ray well, Ray is when I was doing the backstory of Ray, I I, I built it out as a as a man that had been wronged himself. Mm. Wronged um, meaning also sexually abused or just abused in general. Okay. okay. Um I know that this is I'll, my transparency, I feel like, is the greatest strength. But in, in my upbringing, you know, I grew up with a, a, my stepfather. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that I, he was necessarily abusive. But, you know, parents are rough sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you realize that they're rough based on what sometimes what they've been through. Yeah. So when I was thinking about it from playing a stepfather mm-hmm. who doesn't share this blood lineage mm-hmm. with, with, with Saren, it has to be because of the fact that I'm, I'm, I believe in these moments that... You know, it's better that he gets it from somebody who thinks or believes that he loves the kid uh, yeah. versus experience it from somebody who has it out for the kid. And when you say gets it, meaning the beating? I because, can't tell you all that. Oh, yeah. See, because we really don't know he's who's beating him. I can't tell you we all that. We know he's sexually abusing <laughs> right. Saren, right? Yeah. We can confirm that, that Ray is sexually abusing Saren. You can, you can, you can, you can think that. Oh, see, see, so you can't release it. See what you do here. Right. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, okay. <laughs> we don't know okay, what's going on know, in the Kelly household. Okay, <laughs> we don't though. We I really don't know. We know. Mama, uh, someone's getting all that kissing and, and stuff. Yeah, all that that fake kissing yeah. and stuff. And uh, what'd you go to Atlanta for? What what was going on in Atlanta? Oh yeah, you oh, were in Atlanta. A, a little, you know what I'm saying? I had a little workshop. You what know? you do there? Yeah, exactly. What happened? Workshop was it Labor little. Day weekend? It was Labor Day weekend. <laughs> I was off. <laughs> See, I, was off. I don't I don't appreciate that. But, but no, no, no. I mean, in, in terms of in terms of just like when when I really when you really divulge into it for mm-hmm. for Ray, um, he's just a guy that genuinely believes that it's best that the kid. That's that is coming from a place of love, mm-hmm. and when I when I viewed it from that, like even though the love is twisted and it's probably mm-hmm. not the correct way of being, you really only belay, be, well, act that way if you're one of two things: if you're you know really messed up in the head, yes, true. or you actually believe that your intentions are going to lead that kid away from the thing that you experience. But what ends up happening is a lot is the kid just ends up going through the same thing, or maybe right. doing the same thing down the line to his kids. So. Okay, well, let us know what y'all think in the live chat because yeah, I just need. You already I, look like you're older. I'm, I'm, I just, I'm trying but, to process but, it. I'm processing it because he's articulating I, that character accurately, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I just needed the back, a little bit of background yeah. from yeah. from your perspective because 
you know, oftentimes we see people who are abusive, either physically or sexually, and we say monster. But to hear you say, okay, this is actually coming from a place of compassion, and this is actually like the way he shows love. It's very interesting. It's, mm-hmm. it's just it t- taking me a minute to process. Yeah. Well, could, I- it, could it be tantamount to how sometimes we talk about um, how women are in abusive, physically abusive relationships with men who they feel love them? Mm-hmm. And the women, can't, I can't remember the term, but the women... Are they feel trapped in love? So he le- he you know he goes to the goes to jail. He comes back and she's like, I love him. He's my man. And he beats her again and he goes back to jail. I think it seems like it's something like that. Mm, that sounds toxic. That no, but I, like but I toxic. mean, but it's like right. they're trapped. They feel like the way that he expresses love is through physical abuse. Some people, yeah. Because that's what you, I mean. If you do notice, uh, Ray knows exactly what's going on in all times with Saren. Right, so he's a helicopter parent. That's and it's 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 out of obviously some form of control, but mm-hmm. you know it's amazing that you have parents who don't abuse their children mm-hmm. that can't show that level of support, you know, and then you have people that are probably not the best influence for the kid, but mm-hmm. are there every step of the way. So it kind of shows that there has to be some cross between between them feeling like this is the love that I'm supposed to be showing and this is the love that That's I true. didn't get even if he's like you know even manipulative if, he's if y'all could stuff. see the side eye was giving him <laughs> that right is true now. though I know I know but let's you know this is deep therapy it, it is. is it is and speaking of therapy we saw young David go back to see the therapist yes mm-hmm. um, which I was proud to see him request more therapy but Same. do we think it's because he really wanted it or was it solely to steal the prescription pad he definitely had a motive. At first, I, as you were saying, I was proud, too. I'm like, yay. Like, he yes, wants to go back right. to therapy. Um, he really needs it. He was very convincing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, he had a motive at the end of the day because mm-hmm. he didn't even, he wasn't even listening. Yeah. Um, and talking about get me some more food. Yeah. So you just see this manipulative side of David. And I don't know. You thought it was, what do you think? I think y'all hating. What? Uh, you thought David's intentions were pure and he just happened to steal the prescription pad? No, I think that he, I think he wants help. But I think that he wants to help himself as he's getting help. I think okay. it's twofold. Yes, yeah, so I, I think I, he yeah. does need somebody to talk to because the way he said it to Miss Glow, like I, you told me to not like keep all this pressure built up inside. Right. So that's what I'm doing. But he sees he, it's cathartic. Yeah, he. It, I think he also had it was a double edged sword. Yeah. What do you think? Well, um, and are you sizing up Ray? I mean, David is Ray I, sizing up David for the kill? Uh, some type of you know, incident. Ray, Ray, Ray's just Ray's just kind of smooth with it. You know, I mean, he 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 has a few moments, obviously, that you know can go either way. But I I can't. You know, what I'm saying I want to tell okay. you. Okay, okay, I want to yeah. tell you. <laughs> I tell you. So, um, but trouble. in terms of, in terms of that, I definitely think that um, this is why David makes man is such a powerful story. Yeah. Because regardless, of, you maybe have never had to steal prescription pads. Right off of a desk but you understand the motivation yeah is because he's doing that because it, it, with the way that he's lining up he's gonna go give that to rain with mm-hmm. the way that it, that's ending that's at least what i think okay. so there's a reason why and the reason why is because it's linked to glow mm. and him wanting to support glow yeah so if you if you see that that psychology and it, it's another example of an african-american trying to figure out how to survive in a climate that's not made for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And, and that's what I think is beautiful about that is because even if you're not African-American, you definitely relate to having to try your best to try to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Everybody's yeah. struggle is different. Miss exactly. um, Glow is a mama on the show, but you got to meet Mama O. What is that like, meeting Oprah? Can you just just tell us what that feels like? She's just as graceful and as magical and probably walks on water in her spare time <laughs> as, you, as you would think. I mean, she's 
the thing that I realize about real legends and icons is when they walk into the room, no matter who it is, everything stops. Yeah. It's just absolutely silent. But what I'm really impressed with about Miss O is, one, she has a thousand things going on, mm-hmm. and she knows everybody's name. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. She knows everything that's going on with the show. When it's time for it's time, when it's time to do an interview, she knows all the questions. She has them lined up. She has a certain way of being. Yes. And that, that's the type of stuff that was really, really uh, nice to see. Mm-hmm. That's know. great. Wow. One of the questions also is that, here it is, this is early on in your career. You're working mm-hmm. with Oscar winners. You're working with, like, Michael B. Jordan. You're working mm-hmm. with Oprah, like, legends already. How does that feel to be amongst such powerful people at at this point it feels it feels like i belong mm-hmm. and the reason why i say that is because i or i hope that i belong the reason why i say that is because i do try to put as much effort and time into this as possible um i often tell people this but it's a true story mm-hmm. i really spent two years i did everything you know the do you know the guy named gary v yeah, 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 he's intense. When he's yes, talking about, when he's talking about uh-huh. living in the dirt. You know? I don't know that particular. But uh, he was basically just talking about having to make the sacrifices in order for you to do things that you want. Okay. So when oh, I was, with the dark hair. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, yeah. I was going through my, yeah, I know yeah. you're talking about. And yeah. he's always talking about those things. So when I was thinking about my time in Tampa, when I really live with my mother mm-hmm. and I was really, you know what I'm saying, only working just enough for me to pay for my auditions mm. and really spending time. You know, studying these books when everybody right. else was having a good time. And I'm like, you guys are wasting time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These, <laughs> moments, these moments are precious. So mm-hmm. I this is what I would hope would happen from doing that type of stuff. So it's it definitely feels like when I'm standing in front of them, obviously, I know that they are on a different echelon. But it's very inspiring, and it's like, okay, you're making the right type of steps in order to be in these type of people's So you presence. were prepared for the opportunity right. when it ro- arose, yeah. and yes. therefore now you're able to succeed. Congratulations. Exactly. What yes. it seems like for me is um, something you said, like you said it only, you keep saying only two years. Right. But I think that, um, you know, there's an adage where it takes 10,000 hours to become right. an expert. Right. So some people's 10,000 hours may be 10 years. Right. Yours were two. Right. Well, so, I, I do you, but are you leaning to that? Yeah, so that's why. So yeah. I have to give credit to the fact that it did take you two years, but that doesn't mean you worked any less hard mm. than anybody else. Yeah, you I just think used I said that right. Time in a different yeah. way. I, I, I think, was right. nice. I think yeah. that I think that it's just about you know I, I it's I would come home from acting class. A lot of people would just go to acting class, and I come home and there'd be an after party or there'd be something like we'd have a showcase where we'd have casting directors come through because that's what they do in Tampa. You have casting directors mm-hmm. come through. Oh, so those are real when you hear them on the radio? No, like, not okay. those. No. <laughs> do, not, <laughs> do not go to these okay, workshops to those. Okay, that promise it, that you can it. be an actor. In $800 those. to enter. <laughs> no, it's crazy. But, you know, I would come home and I'd spend another five, six hours, sometimes mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning trying to read, just trying to get, you know, to a, to a different point. So yeah. I definitely lean on what you're saying so that's yeah. amazing there's some, there's some truth to that now you're you know a very serious guy you're you're focused but what makes you like when do you have fun like what what do you do for fun <sighs> i am actually a nerd on the other side of my personality okay um i love to go i found this new place that i like to go to live music um i like to dance a little bit i have to get more in dancing because dance culture i don't know if y'all ex- remember when dance was not cool for no, like no. for like a good like when or like out of that 
high school and well maybe because well for us we, our dance oh, was like guys. you know well i, I, I think maybe us. maybe i think maybe it's an east coast thing because on the east coast you dancing pull, you just you post up in the corner you don't remember that so like if the girls were dancing you had to stay on the wall we call it holding up the wall yeah holding up the wall just pretend like you don't want to dance knowing damn well you want to yeah you want to move yeah but then snap dancing came out we was cool with that yeah that was down south yeah i was gonna say what's but up north up north it was kind of like this thing of where we danced and then i moved down to Florida and then nobody danced and I'm over here dancing trying to be like a amateur Chris Brown yeah. oh, you, oh you was dancing hard I was dancing real hard <laughs> sweating a little too hard um, but you know I, I do try to get out I love to hike um, I'm definitely trying to I try to stay out of the clubs just so I don't get in trouble mm-hmm. um, you could get in trouble in the clubs I just you know it just you know liquor does something to personality oh, okay. <laughs> you know? they call it the truth here. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know yeah I just try to I just try to do things that are fun but keep me connected. Yeah, yeah. So. still, still with your video eyes on games. Two K. Anybody that want it can get it. You know, it's on PlayStation Four. Wait know. a minute. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, you know, I'm just saying. I try to keep to myself, but I definitely try to you know get out and okay, you know, okay, keep active. And then, so you've played this character. What other types of roles would you like to play? I honestly want to play. <laughs> the most messed up people that there is. So you're not like, I want to play as an action hero. I do want to do that. Okay. But I definitely... My favorite actor is Leonardo DiCaprio, hands down. I think he's the greatest actor of our okay, generation. Okay, I saw he him in the good. nail salon one time. Very oh, you nice did? Guy. Yeah, yeah, he gave a good tip. This okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, him, Tom Hardy is another one. Tom Those Hardy t- is Tom the Hardy business, is. bro. I'm like, <laughs> That's my I'm dude, like, damn, son. Can I get half as good as him right I'm there? I'm telling boy, you, bro. Can. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Um, we but, believe in you here on the yes. David yes. McMahon after show. <laughs> he taps into that psychology, boy. Yeah, so I'm sorry, what did you just say before that? So basically, what other types of roles did you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just really, you know, when I'm looking at those type of careers and I'm looking at the range of characters that they played, I really hope that I get more. I don't want to necessarily play another Ray. I understand. But yeah, we understand. I've done this once. I think it's good. I think, uh, yeah, yeah. But I definitely enough. want to play characters that impact and make people look at things differently. And start okay. conversations. And start conversations. Yeah. Okay, I appreciate Absolutely, that. Um, kind of wrapping up the episode, the, mm-hmm. one of the other conversations is just that glow sold the drugs that Raynan gave her to pay for her rent that JG tried to pay, but then somebody done stole the money. And, but she also, because she, she was triggered, you know, you, um, Zakia last week, you said she, you thought she was already I using thought. drugs, and but it, she wasn't. We also mm-hmm. saw her go to a therapy of sort and she went to a meeting. A, yeah. yeah. And then, but then she sold the drugs to the, to the, to the woman. So did she go to the meeting? To sell the drugs? Hmm. I mean, I think just like David, she needed a little bit of both. It was, yeah, two for one. Yeah, she needed to talk out her issues. Obviously, her mama wasn't there for her. But then she was like, you know what? Uh, Let me get a little hustle on. She did that so smooth. And it's so bad. Maybe I've been watching too many gangster movies, but I was super (laughs) proud of her. (laughs) (laughs) For not using the drugs especially? Or just just thinking of of that idea. She She sold it. (laughs) <laughs> to somebody who's rehabilitated. I know. But just oh to take the edge God. off that one time. Okay, Sorry. I've been watching... A, okay, to my defense, I've been watching a lot of movies that, with drug dealers. Okay, okay. So, but... Um, She's like, are you struggling? <laughs> I got some I got you. you. <laughs> saying, like, but I also, what I thought was <laughs> interesting was how... Here it is. She was about to tell David... Don't be selling no drugs in my house, and then right. here it is. She goes and do the same thing. So it's like, do as I say, not as I do. But you know, yeah, but that could be a one off, right? That could have been one of she those. Things. I, I've been there before because I'm a musician, mm-hmm. and I've been, you know, I was playing in the church, 
And then, you know, I, I went to one of those church, a couple of churches that were like, if I catch you in the juke joint, you know, you're not playing for me. Oh. And, you know, I needed to pay a couple of bills. <laughs> so I rolled up in the jazz club and I hopped on the drums, made oh. a quick thousand dollars. I thought okay. you were going to say you. No, but I'm saying like. No, but Everybody the point, ain't on drugs. The key no, <laughs> no, no, no. But the point I'm making is sometimes you have to do that one off yeah. to try to get you over and I never had to I mean I you know I play in the clubs now but at that time yeah. I was not supposed to be playing in the club. Right. Okay. okay well that wraps up our episode. Let's get into some news and gossip. Okay guys so we have um our guest with us and I want to play a game. So the game is called Explain Yourself. Okay. So we have some pictures and I need you to explain what was going on, your thoughts, where were you in the moment. For this picture right here. And describe what's going on in the picture. What's okay, going so on? Okay, so this is me and Auntie O mm-hmm. um, at the David Makes Man premiere. Okay. Um, I think it was at the, I forget where exactly what the name was of it, of it was, but um, it looks like we're married. We're happily married. Yeah, right. Real close to Auntie O. Uh, happily married. <laughs> we, we, take, we take these very heartwarming pictures. <laughs> yeah, Stedman, I'm sure Stedman looking at you with the side eye. I <laughs> am not trying to mess with that, I okay, promise. Okay, um, okay. But no, what was going on in my mind was actually I was, you know, holding some food and I'm like, let me just try to hide the fact that I got food in my oh, other one hand. Oh, in my other hand. It was, I don't know, but Ohm put out a spread. Okay. If they had yeah. some mac and cheese out there, yeah. I was like, oh, so. You ripped through it. I said, oh, somebody black, black man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was like, okay. That oh, it's a cookout. She, cookout. Called, she brought okay. somebody from making to make okay. that. Exactly. And what's the next picture? Okay. Explain oh. yourself. Thirst trap. I'm, what's going know. on? I'm He's trying to keep, for Lucia. I'm trying. You, you stole my punchline. I was just about to mention him. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm trying to prepare for another role. Uh, that I cannot talk about. So uh, it looks like you're in the gym. Yes, yes, I'm I try nosy. To go to the I'm gym. the type of girl. Okay, so I go to Golds. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying y'all can find me at Golds. Oh. Um, I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, just cut, just trying to maintain my size, be ready for the next project, hopefully an action hero, who knows. When you played football, were you bigger or smaller? I'm bigger now than I ever was. Yeah, because you were wide receiver. Yeah, I was like 190 pounds. I think in that picture I was like 220. Yeah, like 210. No wide receiver running that route. Uh (laughs) I got to play play uh, tight end these days. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so this is what I got from this. Are you sure that's not a picture? Oh, going back to the picture. You sure that's not like when you just work out and you thought you lost a little bit of weight? Or you gain some muscle and you look at yourself because I do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was this was me admiring the work. This was oh, this was me like in post, okay. like being proud of the fact that the we got diet, a good, the workout. You know I'm saying I'm okay. like, oh, this is coming together. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's also okay. a thirst trap. Yeah, yeah, and Definitely. also a thirst trap. Okay. <laughs> Jamel Atkins on Instagram. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next picture. Next one. So this is a tweet. So mm-hmm. I I need some explanation. So you said I take pride in knowing that there isn't anyone that can ever say I effed them over. I am not sure why some take advantage of others, but it's a weak trait. Mm. Explain. Um, <laughs> I was probably going through something. You I said clearly. That. I told you to deep. You get uh, deep. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to relax. I'm okay, trying to relax. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, when I think about different situations, especially these stories that I hear in Hollywood of up and coming actors and mm-hmm. the things that people have to go through just to try to get into the door, it just makes me hope. I, I really hope that I was accurate in saying that, too. Um, you know, just trying to have that good karma, you okay. know, and I don't think that you need to take advantage of others to get to a better place. That's you know? true. I agree well, with that. Well, you know what? We're going to have to have you come back and we're going to see you if you don't effed anybody <laughs> over in a few years. <laughs> when we see him on the, with the yeah. star and the walk Listen, of fame. Listen, if y'all I'm hear like, anything, it is <laughs> not true. I'm okay. I swear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, remember that tweet? Remember that tweet? <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much, Zakia. So no let's problem. go on to some predictions. 
now, you're after Buzz TV. Zaki, I'll start with you. Okay, so let's see. JG and this him thinking he's a man. He was good this episode. I fear for him. Oh, and it was so cute. So I think we're gonna see more of David's girlfriend. Because yes. we saw them dan- her dancing. I love her tear. Yes. She's beautiful and she's actually her name is Tushy Thomas and yes. she's actually a trained dancer and amazing. So it was great seeing her. She's Agreed. Beautiful. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Love her. So I love that we we're definitely going to see her again. Okay. And um, I'm interested to know JG's story, I guess. All, all, what, how old is he? Nine? Nine. nine. I'm nine saying. Was he, oh, I don't know. <laughs> he just stopped drinking Simulac <laughs> yesterday. Josh, what are your predictions? Uh, well, before I get to the prediction, I want to shout out a few people in the chat. Zakia B said this was probably her favorite episode because it What'd showed <laughs> it showed um, uh, how Gloria uh, could step how JG could step up and help Gloria and Gloria was in between making hard decisions so mm-hmm. good job Mr. Uh, Jamel Atkins mm-hmm. but uh, my prediction right now I think that uh, Day is going to have an issue with uh, Raynan and for some reason I think Shinobi is going to be that thin line of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Wisdom, mm. I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. He seems to be lurking in the shadows and he seems to have a high level of concern for David. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching Shinobi more. As far as Gloria, I don't think Gloria is completely immersed back into her old life, but I think this is a one-off that may trigger other things happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think maybe with Gloria, maybe this incident will trigger some positive things. Maybe she'll work harder, maybe make some changes so she doesn't have to go through this again. Mm-hmm. We also saw Sky in this episode briefly, but he was like fading away. So is Sky gone forever? That's I, I don't know. Will mm-hmm. Sky be back? I, I I like Sky and I want to see him again, but is he is he fading away out of David's life as he gets older? Um, I like what you said about Shinobi, uh, who is played by Jordan Bolger. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's lurking in the shadows, but mm-hmm. I, I do think he's wise, and he's also handsome, so that doesn't hurt. So. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thank you so much, Jamel, for being here with thank us. You, thank you, guys. Thank you. Where can people Appreciate find you on social media? Uh, just Jamel Atkins, J-I-M-E-L-A-T-K-I-N-S, all the way through, okay. and I'm available. Perfect. On Instagram and Twitter, Zakia, where can they find you? Hey, you guys can find me on Instagram at W underscore... Yo, what's up, everybody? I am your boy, Joshua Wright. You can find me all things social media, Cleverly Clad, and I will be starting The Masked Singer next Wednesday at 7 p.m. And I am Sahai Wilson. You can find me at Say Hi Sahai. That's S-A-Y-H-I-T-S-A-H-A-I. Thank you so much, Jamel. Wishing you you the best on the show. Guys, stick with us. We'll be back next week for the David Makes Man After Show. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.